Chef John Shields began his culinary training in the St. Louis area, attending culinary school and working in local restaurants. Shields spent two years serving as the sous chef at the world-renowned Charlie Trotters in Chicago before continuing his career with Chef Grant Ackett's at Alinea as sous chef in 2005. During his two years there, Alinea grew from an exciting upstart to one of the best restaurants in the world. After leaving Alinea in 2008 to pursue the next step in his career, John and his soon-to-be wife Karen turned down an offer to lead the opening of a Charlie Trotter restaurant in Las Vegas. Instead, they took a bold chance on an opportunity to open a little-known restaurant in the countryside of southwestern Virginia. It was here that the Shields found their creative voices, and their food quickly gained national attention. After four successful years at Townhouse and Riverstead Inn, John and Karen decided to return to Chicago to open Smith and the Loyalist, where they have again won the praise of food enthusiasts and have now earned two Michelin stars. Hi, I'm Ashton Gustafson, and this is Good, True, and Beautiful, The Chef Sessions. But before we get started, here's a message from this episode's featured nonprofit. Hey guys, I'm Scott Harrison, the founder and CEO of Charity Water. We are on a mission to bring clean and safe drinking water to every single person on the planet. Uh, We're a little bit different in that we use 100% of all public donations uh, to directly fund water projects that we then prove using photos and GPS and satellite images so people know where the money is going. We just have a deep belief in the power of radical transparency uh, and and building a community. And, And we've now been joined by over for a million people around the world that have said, you're not on our watch, not on our watch, are people drinking dirty water, especially if we know how to help them. So the best way to, to learn more about Charity Water, uh, you can just visit charitywater.org spring. We have an amazing monthly community of givers who are showing up, uh, some giving as little as $10 a month, some giving $30 a month, some giving $100 a month. And there's an amazing video there too, which, which just tells the story um, that you could just help us by sharing with your friends. Um, we would love to invite you to be a part of solving the water crisis, of, of ushering in a day where every single person alive has access to clean and safe drinking water, their most basic need. And we invite you to join Charity Water in that. Hey friends, Ashton here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. We are in the midst of our second season excuse me, of chatting with uh, some of America's uh, most well-known chefs at the moment. And you guys know I love getting to know the thing underneath the thing uh, with the minds and the hearts and souls uh, of so many of these guys around the country. They're doing amazing and beautiful things. Uh, I find them to be uh, crazy curious uh, and every time I get off the phone with one of them, um, the world expands a little bit, and that's what we're after here. So today, joining us from Chicago, uh, Chef John Shields. Um, he is the chef and owner of Smith and the Loyalist. Um, Smith is a uh, Michelin restaurant in Chicago, really, really on the map of so many different uh, scenes that cover the food cuisine uh, and food culture in America. And uh, with that being said... John and I, we bounced around for a week or so, but we were finally able to make it happen. So, John, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Ashton. Absolutely, man. So, um, I, I always try to, to, to briefly get us to uh, your story of where you are today, but I know that 
Um, there's so much. There's Virginia or West Virginia, maybe uh, Alinea, um, Trotter. You, you've got all this. There's so much that led you to where you are today. So I guess the best question is, when you introduce yourself and your work in the world, kind of, kind of, where do you begin? <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh... You know, uh, probably something we're a little more current anyway. Um, as much as I'd love to go back, it's been uh, it's been a ride, uh, no doubt about it. Um, and uh, the funny thing is, it feels like you know we're just getting started. So right. it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of a strange place to be, but exciting and and it kind of keeps everything new and fresh. Um, but yeah, you did get it right. You know, I, I, I grew up in Florida, and you know, uh, went off to. Uh, school in St. Louis for a little bit and found that it wasn't for me. Um, and so I decided to take the rope, um, knocked and, and that I liked it in that way. Um, and, uh, and then throughout the years, I've just kind of traveled around going to uh, Chicago and then leaving and going to, you had it right the first time, Virginia. Uh, it was Southwest Virginia. Okay. So, um, uh, and then, uh, sort of in limbo there for a little while trying to get the restaurants open and uh, now back to uh, Virginia again. Wow. Wow. Or excuse me, back to uh, Chicago again. Right. Right. So, um, this is one of, I think we can always keen in on an interesting part here. When, when was it when kind of the veil parted for you with, with food and you were like, Oh, there's something here. Uh, a curiosity was birthed within you. When, when did this begin? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say it was like in my blood, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It was something that uh, happened uh, uh, organically over time, I think. And it was a, a subtle suggestions from my dad, who at the time, uh, you know, enjoyed cooking at home. And, and I was sort of in limbo with what I wanted to do with myself. Uh, and, uh, you know, he suggested it. I kind of um, nodded and tried to, you know, do some recipes here and there. But, I, I, you know, I really wasn't focused on it. It wasn't like, all of a sudden, I grabbed a knife and I was just—it uh, <laughs> came to me naturally. Um, it just didn't have my—it didn't pique my interest at that time. But uh, um, you know, I, I, my my grandfather passed away, so we went up to St. Louis to uh, uh, take care of his estate, my mom and I. And um, you know, I was kind of ready for a change. And lo and behold, there was a culinary school there, and they also had a college program. And so um, she was thinking about getting an apartment up there anyway. And so I said, "What the heck? What's, I'm ready for something new." And Decided just to kind of jump into culinary school without real ambition. Um, But uh, luckily, I got a job at a restaurant that was uh, just full of uh, eager, like, you know, CIA graduates, Johnson Well graduates. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I remember the one uh, one day, um, about six months into it, seven months into it, uh, one of the chefs brought in um, a Charlie Trotter cookbook. And, uh, you know, at, at that time, you know, Internet is in its infancy as far as I was concerned yeah. and, uh, um, in the food world. And, and so I had no idea food could be like that, but, uh, yeah, I remember the dish. I remember the page <laughs> the, that I saw and, 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 yeah, almost, uh, yeah, almost like a light bulb went off. Wow. Wow. And so that, that was that moment for you that kind of said, all right, this is a path that I think we should stay on for a bit, if you will. Sure. Um, where was, um, the first job out of out of culinary school, where'd you go? Well, during culinary school, but uh, yeah, right there um, in St. Louis, a restaurant called Cardwell's. Um, a gentleman named Bill Cardwell. He had two restaurants um, in uh, the St. Louis area, and at the time, they were 
you know, more or less the best restaurants in there. They were definitely leaning uh, heavily on like, uh, you know, California cuisine, which mm. was sort of in vogue at the time. And, uh, you know, we're talking late nineties and, uh, um, yeah, that's where it all started, but it was, you know, it was, you know, these lessons that I learned there, you know, it was, you know, we would get checked out with literally with flashlights at the end of the night. Um, it was an incredibly clean restaurant. Everything was made there. Um, and you know, I, I didn't really join the restaurant with that intention. You know, I right. just I, I sort of, I sort of lucked out. Um, but it was, an, you know, I opened my eyes. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, the whole world of food and, and, uh, what, what it's really like to work, to work in this business. Right. Right. Does, and I've never asked this, um, question to any of the chefs that we've had on, but <laughs> does each stop kind of chisel away something within you and you go oh yeah i like that and eh, not so much and, and like yeah, each sure. you know each little place kind of you begin to start to find your voice your fashion your way of doing things yeah 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 for sure and i think that just you know it, it's all i think most of it just kind of comes you know as, as now you know we have our, our own places you know, it's sort of like your parent, it feels almost like your parents telling you your whole life, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that and you right. sort of roll your eyes. And then eventually you realize that they were right about everything. Huh. And, uh, and well, some of these life lessons, I, uh, you know, that I learned in these restaurants are now coming full circle uh, wow. in a lot of ways. And, uh, so I think it just sort of happens naturally that way. Um, but yeah, you take, you take a little bit from here and you leave, you leave a little there and, uh, you're, you're, you're always learning. One of the things that always blows my mind um, with guys like yourself is just the uh, the newness, like the the never been done before vibe and feel that that you guys that energy that you bring to your work. Um, and I always wonder what are the rituals or the disciplines, daily practices that keep that creativity sharp within you. Um, hmm. Is there is there a place you go? Is there a um, is it in nature? Is it a, I, I don't even want to label it for you. I'd rather just no, hear no, you, you know, is, is there anything like that that kind of, um, yeah, I keeps mean, the I, creativity I was, going. Yeah. Um, you know, a restless mind, I think for me personally, it's just, it's a, it's innate in me and it's something I just, I, I can't help. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it's more boredom, I think, than anything, and I just I got to keep uh, <laughs> trying trying new things to, yeah. to pique my interests. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, we've been lucky and fortunate enough to uh, partner with um, um, a farm called The Farm, and it's uh, about an hour from the restaurant, uh, and they grow exclusively just for um, um, these two restaurants. And uh, so now, that's um, pretty much everything that we do creatively. Uh, stems from there, you know. So um, whatever's whatever's happening at the farm, that's, whatever's that's what happening at the farm is, is what we got. But you know, when I say it forces creativity in a lot of ways because you know we'll we'll get a you know you know ton you know who knows how many tons of squash at a time or cucumbers at a time or tomatoes and you know you got to find something to do with it you know and it's not all just putting them in jars and, and pickling them it's like well you know what can we do can we juice it and reduce it and make uh you know like a caramel out of our soy sauce and but maybe it's savory and you know there's a thousand things you can do with these things you just got to like use your imagination um beyond just you know like i said uh, preserving it so how how did the relationship with the farm begin uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Social media, you know, I just oh, really? kind of reached out looking wow. for, uh, black walnuts and, uh, a gentleman, Elliot Papineau is, is 
parents who have the farm reached out and said, yeah, you know, my family's got um, a lot of black walnuts on the, on the farm and <laughs> you should reach out and see if we can, you know, grow a few things. They were uh, not growing for anyone at the time, just doing it as a, a hobby, a retirement hobby. They, they, they love the land and, and, uh, and then lo and behold, our relationship blossomed from there. We get along, we're, we're, we're like family and, uh, wow. and now it's going, you know, the 20 acre farm, which, you know, when we first started was maybe a half acre plant, a few boxes here and there. And, now it's uh it's a full functioning farm it's wow. uh, it's and it's pretty awesome beautiful so um tell me about karen's involvement in all this sure sure well you know her role has changed over time um and uh you know she's you know we are parents uh, to two girls and um and obviously now we're business owners so yeah. you know the, uh the, you know as much as she would love to spend her days um you know rolling out doughs and, and, <laughs> and making custards uh um you know there's just no time for that anymore yeah. you know it's uh, it's more of a you know um back back into the house uh, uh role or skip front out of the house role or um or making sure that there's you know enough light bulbs here or that you know uh, if there's a broken toilet you know <laughs> maybe she's uh handling that i mean it's just it's, there's no glamour in it for sure but uh and then obviously keeping an eye on on, on how we're doing financially and, and making sure the restaurant's uh growing and doing what it needs to do so um she wears a lot of hats right now hmm. um and uh which is great because you know you know it's it's my partner in, in crime and in yeah. life and you know someone i can trust that i know is going to make the right decisions totally so um what was it that brought you back to chicago um i would love to hear uh kind of the story of virginia and then because um, i think smith you kind of pay homage to virginia uh with the name of the restaurant yeah, we, um we're talk, t- we're, talk to us about that yeah, you know, it was, uh, I don't know, maybe fate brought us back to Chicago in a lot of ways. You know, we were uh, we were in Virginia. We just had our first child, um, and I think we were just, we were ready for, for something new, the next the next move. I think we knew that to, to reach our goals, uh, whether it be uh, from a, um, you know, from the, a culinary perspective in the world um, to, you know, um, you know, finance and living and, and growing and and uh, retirement and all those types of things you know we just felt we need to be in an area that you know we could generate maybe more, more revenue and yep. and uh, have more of a voice and so you know we um naively left quickly and thought we were you know we'd open a restaurant right away and um and then like i said we were in limbo for a little while trying to figure out where we wanted to be you know all the while kind of in dc in the dc area really pushing for that a lot of our clientele and, and when we were in Virginia was from that area. Uh, we had family nearby and in DC and it just made, made sense. So, uh, we kept pushing for DC for almost for, you know, uh, just about two and a half years, I would say. And we had some really close, um, close calls, things, you know, um, restaurants that are uh, spaces that were supposed to happen that didn't for whatever reason. And, uh, but you know, it was like, almost like this, uh, um, I don't know. Energy kept pushing back. I just kind of in my gut and Karen's gut. We just kind of knew um, it, it wasn't right. It wasn't the right fit. And all the while, Karen's like, you know, why don't we why don't we check out Chicago again? And uh, you know, I was just at the time sort of like ready for something new. And so I was kind of reluctant. But even in my gut, I kind of had a feeling that you know it would just make sense. And uh, but during that time, one one positive or one of the many positive things that we took from that time was we we opened up a uh, reopened Riverstead. So we kind of went back and, and we had townhouse down there, but we had Riverstead, the inn, and we reopened the inn 
um, to basically do one month pop-ups for about a year and a half. Hmm. And uh, so we'd go down for, for a full week and diners would come from, from all over. And we filled the place up um, every week and it helped us kind of remain viable, um, remain uh, uh, financially viable, wow. um, uh, relevant, and uh, continue our search for, you know, where, where was the next stop? But along the way, you know, when we sort of did this experience, you know, we, it, was a, it was only 16 uh, seats in the, in the dining room. Wow. Uh, everybody showed up at once and it was a, basically a dinner party. And, <laughs> cool. and so during that, that experience, you know, that helped shape our, our vision, our hone, our vision for what Smith was going to be. Uh, and, and very much the space represents that, that time there. Um, uh, but obviously Smith County, you know, the name Smith comes from the County of Virginia we were in, uh, in Chilhowee. Um, and, and basically, you know, it's just, it's, it's how we got our start, you know, oh. it's where, where we got married and had our, our first child and where our careers blossomed and, and, uh, uh, and really the philosophy of, of what we do now, uh, all yeah. stem from there as far as the food goes. I love it. Well, you know, I haven't been, I can't wait. I'm coming soon. Um, how it, from, from the outside looking in, it, it looks as though that the, um, the taste that you guys have, the um, the attention to detail, um, the presentation is just off the charts beautiful, and yet you also seem to kind of have this, I don't want to call it casual vibe, but um, it doesn't feel as, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem as stuffy as maybe someone would think of gourmet food or anything like that. Um, yeah. So tell tell me tell me how and why and and really it just seems to me that from your your persona your essence is kind of chill kind of laid back. Um, yeah, it is. I think that's well. I think you you sort of hit it on the head. It's sort of a a reflection of who we are as people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, you know we're you know at, at heart. You know, I'm a blue collar guy. I just happen to have you know a lot of white collar taste when it comes to certain things <laughs> in life. But uh, I just don't yeah. want any. I just don't want any fakeness though yeah. about what we're doing. That's to good. me, it doesn't make sense. You know, and and you know, our sort of our philosophy was you know especially Riverstead, you know, or even Townhouse for that matter. When you know guests came from all over, the last thing we're going to do is make them feel uncomfortable or 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 have this sense of like, uh, you know, except stuffiness about us. And that was mm-hmm. my last thing we want to do. It's, it's all about hospitality and, and feeling comfortable. And, and so when, you know, when guests come here, it's like, you know, when we opened the restaurant, we said, you know, people talk about restaurants and they go, okay, well, we're going to make it feel like they're coming to my house for, you know, a dinner party. And I've heard that a million times. And then you go to the restaurant and the first thing is like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'll be your waiter. You know, it's a very, mm-hmm. the wall has already been, you know, yeah. been, yeah. divided yeah. at that point and i'm like well you wouldn't act that way if you went to someone's house <laughs> if you went to someone's house and they were cooking dinner and you would go hey how's it going here's you know i brought a bottle of wine like you know let's have a great time tonight and that's that's what we really wanted to create and yeah. i think you know we wanted a sense of a family here and, and and people that enjoyed being here every day and that was important to us um but you know technically i have a lot of goals with the food and and uh, and you know the the naturalism um, yeah. obviously stems from the the farm, and uh, uh, so you know I just wanted to find a way to, to tell our story in an honest way. Um, I love so. it. So so how did did Smith and the Loyalist did they open up like simultaneously? Almost about a month apart. Wow. So so, yeah. so one some people say yeah let's open 
a restaurant and you say, <laughs> yeah, we're going to double down and do two yeah. of these. Um, yeah. What? Uh, tell me how that came across. Well, we always wanted to have like a little offshoot of the restaurant, of the main restaurant, even in D.C., uh, but on a much smaller scale. It was okay. more like, hey, let's have our fine dining restaurant, and here's a little bar area you know, where you right. can come have a, a few bites, see what we do. Um, and hindsight, it was a little naive to think that way. But, um, um, but yeah, well, we, we – you know, this is, again, this is kind of feeds both sides of, of, of my brain, you know, or a place where, um, you know – you come for something someplace special and and uh and you've come to to be a part and be immersed in what what's going on here and then you know another place where it's it's a, it's a place i want to i want to go mm. and have a burger and and you know i i love you know one of you know like many great cities chicago is, has its fair share of bars and dark bars and uh um you know, sort of that sort of old taverny feel, and uh, we wanted to recreate that. We want we wanted something that was a complete ju- juxtaposition to Smith. I love that. That was the, the exact opposite. I love that. Uh, so, well, yeah, and, it, and it shows people who we are as people. Yeah. It lets people know that we're not just these two Michelin star chefs that yeah. you know only cook with tweezers. You know, we yeah. we, we we love to. Uh, <laughs> you know, we want to be a part of the community. Really, yeah. at the, end of the day. Yeah, one of our conversations here is always: we don't want to be either or; we want to be both and. Um, yeah, right, and, right. and uh and i love that you got two michelin stars and yet you also have the best burger in chicago somebody said <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty rad yeah. um yeah. so for you and karen uh in, in your you know your journey as chef business owner entrepreneur creative what what values do you think you guys um have has just kind of been your bedrock um, your North Star, that base note that really, uh, is it authenticity? It seems like that's one of them uh, for you guys. What what would be maybe some of those core values that you've just said? This is, yeah. this is the direction we're going to go. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I mean, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're you know, we want, we want to stay humble, remain, remain humble. I think that uh, the strain and the journey to get to this point um, and doing what we had to do to and sacrifice to to get here is mm-hmm. something we'll never forget. And I think it was it was really good for us. Um, and so we we really want to have a sense of uh, appreciation for for what uh, what's happening here. We, you know, we I think uh, you know even as a young culinarian, um, you know, uh, I, I always knew I wanted to be a chef. I always knew I was going to be a leader one day. And, you know, I, I, as a young guy, I read like, you know, would you rather be feared or would you rather be loved? And I, you know, I thought to myself immediately, I'm like, neither. I'd rather be respected. And I think that encompasses everything. So I think what we do here is we, we show a lot of respect to uh, our, our employees, the people that work here, um, the product that we use um, and, uh, and, you know, the craft that we, we, we produce every day. There's a lot of respect that, that happens throughout here. Love it. Love it. Um, so there's got to be a lot from the farm to uh, people, leadership team, um, you name it. I think that uh, having a restaurant is always way, way more than just having a restaurant. Um, but in the midst of all that, from being a chef, menu creation, brand development, etc., cetera, what, um, what does success mean to you today? How, how, how are how has the definition of success evolved for you? Um, you know, yeah, I think it's more than just having a, a couple stars or, or the best burger or this or that. You know, I think for me personally, 
I've always been interested in, in being successful financially as well. And I didn't, it wasn't enough for me just to open up my little uh, art studio and, uh, you know, and, and hope for the best. Um, you know, I, I wanted to actually open a viable business and, and a place where we can grow and I can, you know, we can bring, we can have employees here and a good amount of employees here that uh, as well are doing well in their lives, not just, you know, working here for the next step in life, but, but feeling comfortable with their lives and how they're, how they're living. Um, and, uh, to me, you know, look at the end of the day, it makes the world go around and, uh, you know, um, you know, it's not the measure of success, that's for sure, but it's nice to have, nice to be able to say you can do both. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What, um, what have you learned on the business aspect of things about leadership Hmm. recently? Yeah. (laughs) um that i didn't know a whole lot that's for sure you know it's way more than than just being uh inspiring or um you know charismatic uh there's just so many nuances to it um that don't seem to ever end and and it feels which is kind of cool it feels very Mm -hmm. much like you can never really learn it completely um something you always got to keep working at and trying to get better at um you know and i i I would say that question is probably even better for Karen because mm-hmm. I know she's she has completely immersed herself on that part of uh, the business and, cool. and and talking to her now compared to two years ago, um, you know, I, even I can, you know, I'm with her all the time and, and I can't believe some of the words that are coming out of her mouth and the way she thinks about things and I'm learning all the time from mm-hmm. her now. So it's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what about the, uh, the chef side of things? What's, what's currently keeping you curious? <laughs> oh man um, is it the seasons i mean yeah. i feel like every change of season there's probably a new pep in your step it just is you know i mean there's no way around it it's cliche but it's true you yeah. know there's you know especially for guys like myself and kyle and you know um you know who have the farm you know yeah. it's our livelihood it's uh it's it's what it's what we cook and so there's really no other way around it um and and to me it just it just is i mean if you don't immerse yourself in the season you're not living. It's like, that's, that's what, you know, I, I look outside right now and it's gray and it's dark and you know, the food's changing with that. It's mm-hmm. getting, you know, we're serving our first warm dessert of the season, you know, tonight. And, you know, it's based off of tree fruits and hay and, and potatoes and, you know, and, and it feels like right now. And when somebody that's comes cool. in to eat tonight, it, you know, they're going to get a sense of that, what's happening right now and how we're feeling. And, um, yeah, you know, I just get, you, you, I don't know for me, Everything we do here is very intuition based. You know, it's 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 not overthought, even though mm-hmm. perhaps people can probably look at, you know, maybe some in- images on Instagram and think, you know, you know, maybe <laughs> I overthought it or, or they work too hard at it or they, you know, I would say 99 percent of everything that we do, um, the dishes are put together within about a day, if that, you know, or maybe a few hours of thinking, you know, it's it's just more of a the feeling of what's happening at the moment and, yeah. and going with it, you know, and uh, I, I really believe that the, you know, the, the farm, the ingredients, they'll tell you what they want and how they want to be treated. And you just got to be able to have the only, you know, enough life experience, enough, enough knowledge and uh, enough time spent working on your craft that you can, then you're able to react to these things. They will tell you what they want and how they want to be treated. Absolutely. as we talk both and, and not either or, um, how are you, um, talk to me about being a dad. Talk to me about being a father of two little girls. What are their ages? Uh, they're four and seven. Okay. I got two little girls that are five and seven. 
Oh, wow. so wow. I'm so yeah, I'm gonna peek in. Boat. I'm gonna peek into your notebook. <laughs> um, what uh, what are some of the um, how how do you maintain that presence? Because I know you're on. You got to be on. Um, yeah, and yet, and yet, really the, and it doesn't end in all of our businesses. Yeah. It doesn't end. Yeah. But um, what have you learned uh, with their arrival in your life? Um, yeah, yeah. What have you learned with that? Yeah. Um, well, I, one thing I've learned is that you know I was very nervous about having kids and being a chef at the same time, and 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 just you know being a husband at the same time is you know it's very the you know I, I've seen multiple people and chefs and friends be divorced and lose their kids and you know I, I i didn't want that that was very important to me that to not lose that and and to keep a, a balance in life and so when we opened the restaurants we made sure that we had two days off that was that was a no-brainer uh one of the days being sunday for sure because that's the only day that uh you know they're off of school as well so so that, that was uh, incredibly important to us um uh, to start with so but not only not only that um I try to be home, you know, and, and, and spend a little bit less lately. I have to admit, we've, we've as the restaurants have gotten busier and, and whatnot, my ambitions have grown a little bit more even. And uh, so um, it's kept me away from, from, from home as much as I'd like. But, you know, for the longest time, I would, I would, get, I would get back to, uh, to the house, you know, once a week, uh, during the week anyway, and have dinner with them and spend, spend the evening with them. And so you combine that with the two other days were off and, you know, it felt like a pretty, yeah. pretty good amount of time. I mean, yeah. even for not just being a chef, but even, you know, a lot, I'd say a lot of dads can't be with their kids as much as they'd like to be. Yeah. And, and, uh, so, um, but they really, you know, it, you know, they've obviously, um, helped me grow in a lot of ways, you know, it's not about me, uh, anymore. And, uh, and that's an interesting perspective because, yeah. I don't, you know, obviously I've been immersed in myself for, for many, many years <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to become a, like, you know, a quote unquote great chef. And, um, and that was my goal from, from day one. And, and now I've got new goals, um, mm. you know, to make them great people. So, um, so yeah, so that's, it's changed for sure. Um, but I've got a great partner, so. Beautiful. Yeah. It, 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 the essence of what you and Karen are doing is, uh, again, haven't experienced it in person, but um, from afar, my studies are, uh, it's lovely what you guys are oh, doing. Thanks. So congratulations. What, um, one thing I ask everybody, no matter who they are, uh, is what advice would you give to your younger self? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. I don't know, probably to appreciate more of the, you know, the experience along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I don't think I ever took it for granted, but I don't think I ever appreciate it the way I probably should have. Um, so, um, you know, yeah, listen to your elders. Jesus, they, they know everything. Seems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always, always be creative and try, always challenge the status quo. That's, there's no doubt about it, but... But man, they they were right about everything. Well, it's kind of freaky. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I try to tell that to my kids now too. Like, you know, just if you just listen to me, I'm <laughs> you, so far, and they, you know, and I realize they're never going to do that. That's right. And and, and, and you, they got to learn it themselves. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably that. That's cool. Uh, well, um, Chef John Shields, everybody. I, I um, again haven't experienced it firsthand, but in the next six months, I will be making a trip to Chicago. Um, and, uh, hope I get to shake your hand when I'm there. 
Absolutely. Um, I look forward to it. want to definitely come and uh, experience what you guys are doing. For our listeners that maybe are going to be in the Chicago area, a couple things. Where are you guys located? Um, and then secondly, online, where would you tell us to go check out what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. So we are at 177 North Ada Street. It's in the, uh, the West Loop, okay. uh, the end of the West Loop. And uh, yeah, you can check us out on smithandloyalist.com or, or you can check out some of my Instagram uh, fun that we, we do here. A lot of the Your Instagram feed dish. is very, yeah. very rad. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's at, yeah, it's at uh, Chef John Shields. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, you guys check it out. Um, John, on behalf of all of us, super grateful for the good work you and Karen are putting into the world. And um, super thankful that you uh, shared some of your time and energy with us today. It was my pleasure. Thank, thank you, Ashton. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, my friend. We'll talk soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. If you did, please share it with those you love and those you lead. We want this place to be a place where we can all gather and point at that which is good, true, and beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebird sing, and be love. <laughs>